Well, hello everyone. Welcome Ooh. to the Lunch Plus Broadcast. <laughs> I don't know what the heck that was. <laughs> Welcome to the Lunch Plus uh, uh, Broadcast. I see you. You you see those like those movies about people who do broadcasts and like how they're always like like before they're saying all these enunciations and alliterations and stuff. I think I need to start doing that because so so that that doesn't happen again. Because I think this is the second time I've done that like this week, and it's only Wednesday. Well, happy Wednesday, everyone. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. Here's what's coming up today on Lunch Plus. First, we have. Food mash. I have no idea what's going to happen with this one. I just heard it involves pizza. That's and good. Pizza's good. Pizza's good. But, you know, we'll see what goes on <laughs> the pizza. That's, that's the question. That's the, the sketchy part. <laughs> After that, we have a time of confessions, followed by Barrett's Top Ten is coming back. Uh, today is a special fall edition of Top Ten. It's going uh, to be interesting. Hmm to say the least, because I know nothing about what it's going to look like. After that, we have What's the Word with Pastor, myself, and Paul. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good day. Oh, it's going to be it's a good day. Well, I want to say hi to everyone hopping on. Hello, Holly. Hello, Ridge. Hi, Rebecca. Becca. Does, does anyone call her Rebecca? I don't believe. I think it's just Becca. It's, I know. I was just going to say, I, I said Rebecca, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Miss Natalie. And George, good to see you guys. Jorge. Jorge. Good to see you guys. Well, this is family chat time. Uh, so we have some questions that we're going to be talking about that I actually have no idea what they are. So uh, let's just Surprise. pop up the first uh, question that we have for today for family chat. Book or movie? Would hmm. you rather read the book or watch the movie? Uh, movie. Yeah, you'd rather? Um, I, I really don't like reading. Really? That would... Reading see, is, it'll, reading puts me to sleep. I got you. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about, uh, book, like, with a book, you can get a lot more information about it, but, like, why don't, why would I spend, like, eight hours of my time reading a book when I can get the whole story in, like, two hours, two and a half hours? Exactly. Exactly. I think, I think we're offending Barrett a little bit. Um, Ridge says movies. Priscilla says I enjoy movies, um, but I'm also I also mm. like to read. Johnny said books. Kevin said Hallelujah. You know we can we can sum <laughs> this down. Would you rather read The Lord of the Rings or watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely rather watch the movie. Uh, Barrett's yelling, read, read. You could watch read. all the Lord of the Ring movies in the time it would take you to read one book. That's probably. <laughs> That's probably accurate. That is probably super accurate. Because, well, I started reading The Hobbit it, like three times. <laughs> I started three times. Uh, like, you, you, like, I mean, there's a lot more stuff that you're like, wow, I didn't know that was there. Um, but I could probably get that by reading an article on the See, internet. See, the books are so big, by the time you get to the end, you forgot what happened in the beginning. That's true. Because <laughs> it true. takes you so long to get to the end. That is 100% accurate. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I would much rather watch a movie. Now, I guess it depends, like, um, like there's, there's certain books that you really can't make movies out of um, that they've tried. And it's like, why would you make, or like, you know how, like, they've been making movies out of songs? Yeah. Like, mm. like why would you make a movie mm. based on a, a song? But, you know, whatever. Um, Don't get me but, started with musicals. 
uh, George wrote something that's really long. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I would definitely go with movies. I would definitely go with movies. Yes. All right, well, what's our next question for today? Question number two, ice cream oh, or easy one. cake? Uh, oh, it's easy. Cake. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. I, I saw that coming. <laughs> this is an easy one. We both said the exact opposite thing. Ice cream. Well, what about ice cream cake? Does that count? If it doesn't have cake in it and it's just straight ice cream that's shaped like a cake, ice cream. So, <laughs> okay. So, are you not a fan of cake? No. Really? I don't eat cake at all. Oh. Well, that makes me sad. <laughs> I've ex I, but I've, I have made people happy by trying. Okay. Where I used to, I've refused to eat it, period. There I've you. tried, but I can't bring myself to like it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And that was... Chelsea Troublefield was the first one to get me to try the cake. Okay. She threatened that she would not bring cookies anymore if I didn't try oh, the cake. <laughs> there so you go. therefore I had to try the cake. And I, I guess it's a worthy I gave it cause. a solid attempt. It's a worthy cause. All right. Well, Kevin says ice cream cake. Uh, George says ice cream. Ridge says both. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> I like that. Both. Uh, Johnny says ice cream. Natalie says ice cream. Scarlett. Uh, says ice cream cake. Wait. Yeah, Scarlet and EO say ice cream because cake. Because ice cream makes you scream because ice cream for ice cream. Ah. You don't do that for cake. I know. I you know. bake for cake and that's work. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, like, here's the thing. For the longest time, people would ask me, what's your favorite food? And I would say, does cake count? And they'd say, no. I'm like, well, it's still cake. <laughs> it's still cake. I, I enjoy cake. Cake is one of my favorites. <laughs> Like, there are times when Serena and I would just go to Walmart and buy a cake just so we could have a cake. Like, I, I like cake a lot. I like ice cream, too, a lot. I have ice cream a lot more than I have cake. So, so then I think you should be more on the ice cream side, then. Yeah. If you eat ice cream more than cake. Well, like, cake is one of those things that you can't always go out and eat, <laughs> you know, or else you're just kind of weird, you know? <laughs> if, I'm, if I always have just, like, a cake in my, in my fridge, people would be like... Oh, I'd be Johnny. <laughs> Barrett said I'd be Johnny Saver, but he's always baking stuff for people. Anyway, all right. What's our next uh, thing for today? Taco or burrito? Taco or burrito? That's a tough one. That it actually is. I like the because you can't say soft shell taco because basically that's just a miniature burrito just full. Of <laughs> that is true. That is actually so. It had to be crunchy. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, then I would probably go with burrito. Mm. I, I, I would go with burrito. Well, if we're talking Taco Bell strictly, mm -hmm. then, it's the then it's the Dorito hard shell taco. Mm. The I, fiery Dorito. That actually sounds good. Uh, George said cheeseburger. <laughs> um, I don't think that's, I don't think, that, I don't remember that being on the screen. But, you know, you do you. <laughs> But then you can get the best of both worlds by getting the cheesy cordita crunch from Taco Bell, because then you have the soft shells and, and the, the crunchy shells. Yeah, well, I like the, the crunch wrap, which has kind of both, the best of both worlds. Like, growing up, we would uh, take the soft shell, put a layer of cheese on it, and then, like, attach it to the hard shell and then make a taco. And That's why it. I really love when Taco Bell did the crunch burritos, where they mm. put, like, the red nacho chips inside the burrito, because mm. then you're getting both. Yeah. It's good. That sounds amazing. Well, we, I, I I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a lot of burritos. <laughs> I'm seeing some tacos. I'm really curious what, what Abby would put. She would probably put tacos, right? Tacos. 
I know she loves Taco Bell, but I, I have no idea what she gets at Taco Bell. Nachos. Nachos? She gets nachos? So, so nachos, what? I mean, she would be a crunchy taco person then. Yeah, probably. Barrett well, says that she gets the burritos. because their tacos Vito. aren't very good. Well, <laughs> oh, Johnny said there's a cheeseburger burrito. That, there you go, George. I, I, I don't know what that would... If what the difference would be, that'd basically just be a, Chop a, a burger. It's just like a burger, but without a bun, you put I feel it like in, that's a, cheating. in a wrap. <laughs> you feel like what? I think that's cheating. I know, maybe a little. <laughs> well, honestly, though, I don't know if you guys know this. Fun fact, Taco Bell is actually one of the healthiest fast food restaurants out there. That's actually true. It's because of the mystery meat. You yeah. don't really know what kind of meat that is. Exactly. I, I think it's mainly because they don't use as many buns, but yeah. they use the wraps, which is, I guess, healthier. But um, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, do we have another question for today, or is that we have one more? Uno mas. Yeah, we got another. Apple or banana? Ooh. I like to eat, eat. Are we talking just strictly just the fruit or products? I'm that, assuming we're just talking that about uses the fruit. fruit. I think we're just talking about Because I would choose apple pie over banana pudding, but I will choose a banana over an apple. Really? Yes. Like, now if I'm running and I have a cramp, I will choose banana. Any other time, I would choose apple. Because the only apples I like to eat is like the Granny Smith apples, Mm -hmm. the green juicy like sour ones. Yes. Yes. Priscilla said honey crisp apples. Yeah, man. Oh, I, I don't know what that is. All I know is... Uh, the Gala Apples, Macintosh, and Granny Smith. I'm going apple picking Saturday. Hey, that's a thing. Well, I know that's a thing, but there's one of those places around here? Uh, apparently, it's two hours away. I found this out oh. yesterday that I was going Saturday to pick apples. That's dedication to go <laughs> apple picking. Considering but, I don't really care for eating apples. Well, that, that'll be fun. Maybe you can go banana picking afterwards. <laughs> just like climb, climb up a banana tree just pull them down. <laughs> that would be awesome. I see Apple, Apple. Um, someone, uh, Natalie says, I like both. This is a hard one. George says, Apples, apples give you energy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of people are, are on the Apple boat. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like, now, I, I guarantee you, Serena, Serena hates bananas. Like, she despises them. I think. Cause, well, because I think uh, a relative of hers would leave the banana peel in uh, the car, uh, and like the smell would just fill up the car, and it just like turned her off completely. That's no good. Completely to, it turned her off completely to uh, bananas. Anyway, well, thank you for joining us for Family Chat. Uh, we have an awesome broadcast for you today. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. We'll see you on the other side with our first segment of the day, Food Mash. We'll see you real soon.
Guys, we're here, we're live. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, Food Nash. But before we hop in, we're gonna let you know what awesome stuff we have in store for you. Up first, right now, it is Food Mash time. And Buddy has given us some precise times. At 12.12, <laughs> <laughs> confessions are happening at 12.12. Exactly 12.12. <laughs> and then at 12.17, <laughs> we're going to hop into top 10. I'm really excited about top 10 because we're talking about one of my favorite things today. Put in the comments right now, guess what you think we're going to be talking about, followed by what's the word, and it's going to be awesome. Right now, food mash. Okay, so I am your host today, Barrett Nauer. It's super great to be here, and I'm here with all of these wonderful gentlemen. And this is Mr. Kevin Buck. It's his first time Hi. in front of the camera Welcome, with y'all. Kevin. I'm happy to be here. I don't know what I'm in for, but I'm happy to be here. What a just, great initiation. Yeah. <laughs> just, don't, just don't ask questions. Just, just eat it. Just, just eat it. Go for it. So for those of you watching, here's what we like to do on Food Nash. It's basically inspired by how I lived my childhood. This looks good. This looks good. Can you eat them together and be happy with it? Today we are conducting an experiment based upon the internet suggestions of what supposedly tastes great on everyone's favorite food, pizza. Pizza is like, I feel like you can't go wrong. It is the ultimate, the ultimate like carrier of food. Just like, I feel like anything could probably taco. I feel like anything could probably pizza. So today we are putting this to the test. This is one of Buddy's most favorite foods in the world. So we'll see if he and I are still friends when the segment is over. Just don't look to your left because I don't know what that is. Up first, <laughs> are you guys ready? Uh, I don't know. Up first we Hold have here we go. Uh, tuna. Pizza That's what and I thought tuna. that was. I thought that was tuna. You guys know meat lovers pizza? This is just a different form of that. So according to the internet, tuna and pizza are supposedly really good. None of these are supposed to be bad. None of them. I, I searched at least None of these are 10, supposed to be. I, I looked at at least 10 Google. different websites that says surprising food combinations yeah. that taste great. You guys are going to... The internet said... Where's your pizza? I, I only made three. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, how okay. Did you try these ahead of okay. time? I did. You did? I did. Okay, good. You did try them? Mm -hmm. And they were good? Oh, good for it. So here's pizza and tuna fish. Thank you. Let's see what happens. But here. it's just tuna, no mayo, because I know how some of our people feel about mayonnaise. Do you guys think this is going to work? Put it in the comments right now. How's it going? Well... It's basically just meat lovers, right? It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Cold pizza's the bomb. Um, it's not bad. Well, it's not. Yes, See, I haven't had breakfast, and cold pizza is really good for breakfast. It is. That's my favorite pizza. <laughs> the yeah. weird thing about it is, it doesn't. Can we turn the TV a little so I can see It doesn't taste exactly like tuna on there. It's I'm confusing my taste buds a little bit. Um, I think it tastes like tuna, but it's not bad. Okay, Paul. Well, like you've been awfully quiet. That's true. It's not my favorite combination, <laughs> but it's not horrible. Maybe if it had a little mayonnaise in the tuna, I would oh, like no, it. I don't know about that. I, I didn't go that crazy because I didn't see anything about like tuna salad. It was just mm -hmm. straight tuna. And by mayonnaise, I mean Dukes. Well, yes, because in the South, it's blasphemy. Is, there, is there anything else, right? Okay, overall, does tuna on pizza work for you guys? Yeah. Thumbs up from Buddy. Yeah. 
I think it's fine. I mean, is that from Kevin? No, we're almost done, and I'm on. I'm really four. trying not to be lukewarm because I don't want to say yes and I don't want to say no. I understand. You did almost finish it. That was two bites. Dang. Overall, <laughs> big bites. Three, two, one. Oh, Paul's a no. I'm gonna go yes. Okay, so we've got two yeses and two or and one no. Hmm. I also think this is gross. I'd okay. Like, I'd like to try it hot. Our next combination. <laughs> Pizza and ketchup. Hey, this oh. is good. I do well, this all the time. Why do you do this all the time? Especially on like the Totino's uh, frozen pizzas because they don't have enough sauce. So you add ketchup to make up for the sauce. That's interesting. But I mean like, I guess, like in my brain, I don't see how this it's would delicious. be too, too wrong because you already have the tomato sauce exactly. on it. George has put throw up faces right. in the comments. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a, where's the water? Especially if you take, <laughs> now the key is you got to add a little pepper on top of the ketchup. We did not do that today. We got no well, Okay, guys, do you think ketchup's going to work? <laughs> Paul apparently just does this all the time. Um, Ridge says yes. But you don't like cake either. Just try it. All right. <laughs> it's like extra sweet sauce. Well, oh no. Kevin had an immediate reaction. What's going on in your palate right now, Kevin? Don't do it again. <laughs> Is this exciting? Is Kevin the Wiki said, remember Rancho School Pizza? Yes. The internet might have been wrong on that one. You don't like it at all. It's mm, bad. Can't do that. I'm having a hard time on this. Okay. That's we can shame. get him some water. I wow. feel like What's I'm... Buddy? Do you, I feel like I'm disgracing oh, this pizza. I'll take it away. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I don't think it doesn't belong. See, on pizza like this, that's though, where the, it doesn't have that much sauce on it, no, it gives right. you enough. Because if not, then the pizza's really dry. That's true. So it gives you a little bit more moisture to it. Why don't you just put like marinara sauce on it? Mm. Well, does ever not everybody keeps a can of marinara jar of marinara well, in their refrigerator? You should. That's a point. But everybody has a bottle of ketchup in their and refrigerator. I guess if you put the yeah. the pepper on it, it'll make it a little bit more. Yep. Of a proper <laughs> taste. So Ridge said he thought <laughs> it would work, but Natalie, Becca, all both say ew. Julie thinks it's weird. Johnny says no. Um, yeah, Trust it's me, really man. interesting. I'll go back for another bite of the tuna, but See, I'm not doing it. No, here's that. the thing. It doesn't belong, but it's not bad. Okay, so overall, does this work? work? Two yeses, and Kevin was no way. a big, strong no. If you can pass hey, your... No, I'm not oh, done with that. That's Kevin's. <laughs> that's Kevin's? We're that, going to... Wow. That'll be my palate <laughs> cleanser. <laughs> I'm have to, that's my palate cleanser after that. <laughs> I got okay, you. Really well, up next. Ketchup. I actually want to switch it. Ketchup. Let's leave that one for last. Oh, no. Because Buddy's here. Um, up right bananas? now, we're going to <laughs> see if two of my favorite things belong together. Pizza and Nutella. Oh. Ooh. Who likes Nutella? Wow. Wait, so was this something that you actually found on the internet? Did you yes. Something you just you tried this, to try? too? I legitimately, guys, I did at least an hour worth of research on That's this a lot yesterday. of research for this. Is that it just, was, is but that I'm just set for browsing web pages, or did you actually taste this? One? I'm set for oh food my goodness. for weeks. Kevin Nowicki just said, cheese it pizza, please. Cheese it pizza. Can that's no. that's, that's just a your thing. dream right there. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, Thank that's, you, sir. Now, real quick, before don't, we bite don't into ever smell this, it. <laughs> hold on. Before we bite into this, Paul, you had a very strong reaction to Nutella. Is I, I do not like Nutella. Why? It is disgusting. I need reasons why. It yeah, is just. Remember the last it's just time Nutella horrible. was on Chocolate the broadcast? Nuts? What was what was the last time? Uh, when when we had to lick shoes. Yeah. This Ooh. is different. This is pizza. Oh, but I'm not holding that against this is Nutella. Pizza. I'm I'm glad I'm I on just, today. I I I I really 
hate Nutella. It smells it's nutty, good. It's, it's chocolate, chocolate. It's great. Okay, guys. Sauce. Hop in. Does Nutella work on pizza? Put it in. Put it in the comments right now. Do you think this is going to work? George says no. Kevin has an extremely strong reaction to hazelnuts. Um, when Natalie I said that she thinks it'll work. When I read Kevin's message, it says hazelnuts from Satan. I literally, I didn't see the A. I just saw hazelnuts from Stan. Like, <laughs> I don't know who Stan is. He must, he must be awful. Nice, not, must not be a nice guy. Really exciting. Hold on, before we find out the verdict on this, we have our 100th comment of the day. You viewers know every time we hit 100 comments, the person that helped us achieve that gets a gift card from us. And today it was Dixie Bell. Congratulations, Dixie. You win a gift card. Yeah, Priscilla is going to reach out to you later and hook that up. Okay, guys, what's going on? Mm. I'm good with it. Like you're a big fan? This works for you? Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm liking this. This is good. Paul, you took the smallest bite I've ever seen you take like, in my life. I feel like somebody is seriously over-exaggerating this right now. <laughs> I'm enjoying this thoroughly. Okay, you know I'm, how, I'm like four bites in. You know how half of Paul's pizza was gone? He's like, I took two bites. Look at the size of the bite he took on this. This is like a baby a bite wee for little Paul. Bite. Like this is, this is the smidge. You did not like I didn't, it? I didn't even question whether you tasted it. Oh, there was a big glob on the tip. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm liking it. That's a big. Um, that's a big bite for Oliver. Okay, so overall, voting on this, does Nutella work? As you guys are chowing down, two yeses, one no. That's a double no. We've been pretty split with <laughs> lots double, of these. Double yes for me. Okay. Wow. Here's the last forever. one. I'm amazed by this. I am so excited no, for. No, I'm no, sorry, no, Mr. No, Kevin. No. I'm just this trying is to. This is going to be my my dessert. Okay, we've heard from. Mr. Basitri, Mr. Buddy Crabtree, about his aversion for pizza. This is Buddy's. Buddy says that fruit never belongs on pizza. This Which was, is a fact. This was the strong true. opinion that he and Paul both held. According to the Hawaii? internet, banana, according to the internet, ban or banana and pizza works together. Go ahead, guys. Let's see if the internet is correct. Hawaiian pizza is not really pizza. Hawaiian pizza is a gift of the Lord. Mm. Um, Ridge says definitely no. I'm having a hard time looking at this. George is laughing. <laughs> That's not natural. Look at Buddy's pizza. <laughs> I made all these pizzas this morning, so the, the banana has like settled into it. How's it going? Can I just give my thumbs down now? What is wrong with it? Oh, um, that's a little bite. I need bite. description. <laughs> there was a banana in there. You can see the edge of it. Huh? Where's your bananas, bud? Bananas beside the pizza is delicious. Bananas on the pizza is disgusting. Exactly like taking the pepperoni the off the pizza off? before you I eat it. I took one bite with a whole banana, is and it, it was not good. It's nope. gone. So then I just decided I'll just separate. eat the bananas. So the <laughs> textures don't mesh that's, that's the flavors one. don't mesh no. <laughs> nothing about this goes together is good kevin nothing. is chowing down well, i had to go in for a second chance here because it he's also using the no. tuna one as a as, <laughs> as a palate cleanser <laughs> and that's just now, kevin, trust that. i believe in you Do just you out like of curiosity it? what would tuna banana and pizza taste like and we'll Nutella. Mash it together right now. Yeah, we're gonna this triple is mash. a live experiment. <laughs> we're going to triple mash at the Nutella. 
<laughs> no, that would be weird. That a would Nutella be weird. on the banana. Oh, come on, make it a sandwich. <gasps> I don't want to do that. That's good. Right. I'll we, mess that up if I do this. But what if you it wins souls? He, he barely touched his. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick. So bananas doesn't work overall? No. It's kind of no. weird. It's, okay. It is. I don't know why I'm even attempting this one. Because you understand good television, Mr. Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Does this work and you're shocked? Is that what that was? <coughs> really? Oh. It's like banana split pizza. Plus tuna? With the chocolate. <laughs> Plus tuna. <laughs> you don't even taste the tuna. I love putting tuna in my, bana- in my ice cream. <laughs> it's, just, it's just another it's protein, you know? It is like, it's kind of weird. But that's the idea. Yep. No. Uh, so, if you ever think about putting <laughs> bananas on your pizza, just unthink it. If you ever think about putting fruit on your pizza, just leave it alone. Try it at home. See if you guys like it. Overall, we've you learned won't. that the internet was not overly successful today. But it wasn't terrible. This is not the worst that we've ever done on Food Mash. So, I, I think this is overall a win. Even though, overall, yeah. even though it was not hugely successful, it was overall a win. This was today's Food Mash. We've got lots of awesome stuff in store. But if you have an <laughs> idea for what you would like to see us try to smash together, much like mm. the banana split pizza tuna thing that Kevin is eating right now, let us know what in the comments right now. Let us know what you would like to see us eat. This was Pizza Edition of Food Mash. And now it is on to a time of confessions with the one and only Buddy Crabtree. That's me. Confessions uh, with me, I guess. this is the part of our show where we t- just take some time to declare the to declare the word of God over our lives, over our families, and over the people around us. And and we do this together. You know, we're doing this in unity. Yeah. We're, so so what when you declare it, you're not just doing it on your own. We are we are in this together. We're doing this with, in unity. And when we come together in unity and declare these things, uh, things happen. You know, the spirit moves. We're able to see, th- see things happen because, heck, when, when, uh, when the fire fell or when the tongues of fire went on the people and the Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says they were in unity. They were together in one place. And although we might not be in the same room right now, we're together in unity uh, as we're making these declarations and the spirit will move. When we do this, so we're we're going on with our next confession for today. Uh, can you put that confession up on the screen? This is what we're going to be confessing, and as and I want you to confess this with me. S- say this out loud or put in the comments. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. Now make it personal. Every weapon formed against me is exposed, it will not prosper, and it is destroyed in Jesus' name. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for Confession. Now it's time for Barrett's Top 10. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun because we're talking about autumn. 
or fall. She's laughing at me. I don't know why. I don't know what's so funny about that. All right, well, now it's time for Top 10 with Barrett. I don't know if I have ever actually heard the N when somebody has pronounced autumn, but I heard it when Buddy did it, which made me laugh. Welcome to Top 10. Today, I am kind of blocking Top 10, so it looks like it says 210, but that's a P. I'm going to likely scoot over while we are showing you one of our slides, but here's what's going on today. It feels like fall outside. We are in my favorite time of year, fall. You know that you love it. I know that you love it. And we are going to give you 10 reasons why fall is the best. Maybe ever? I don't know. We're going to hop right into it though. And buddy, I don't know if you'd be able to turn the TV toward me. I want you guys to engage with me today. We are going to chat. Which season is your favorite? Do you agree that fall is great? I have people already clapping in the comments. Grayson is on and she says, yes, ma'am. Grayson's my girl. Okay, we're going to dive in with my number 10 reason why fall is the best. And here we go. Number 10, comfort food galore. Comfort food is in its peak once fall hits. I mean, look at that thing. In fall, you have Thanksgiving, you have Halloween candy. Look at this. And we can put up the next graphic. Like, you've got mashed potatoes right there. You've got yams and sweet potatoes. But then look at all of these other things. Apple cider donuts, pumpkin pie, peach cobblers, turkey cranberry sauce, stuffings, and then you have like rosemary flavored everything, like thyme. Oh my gracious, fall food is the best. And I have people in the comments right now. Uh, Priscilla says that she love, 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 loves fall. Chelsea says that she loves fall and spring. Grayson says, yes, southern fall comfort food, nothing better. Buddy says, okay, you sold me. Spring is no longer my favorite, fall is. Welcome, buddy. It's, it's important that you're here on this side. So number 10, comfort food, because, oh my goodness, like, let's just leave all of the legit, like, baked food aside. Let's talk about November 1st candy sales that you can now get in the fall, like Halloween candy on, like, 90% discount. Absolutely. Um, buddy says Thanksgiving is his favorite food. Jan or Julie says that she's getting hungry. Okay, we'll hop into the next one. Number nine, and I'm gonna get the rest of the guys that I didn't get with the comfort food. Here's why fall's the best. All the sports. And off to the side, I got Paul with his fists in the air. I've never gotten Paul to do that ever on a broadcast, ever in my life, and I'm really disappointed you can't see it. But number nine, all the sports are happening. Hockey is back in the fall. Football comes back in the fall. The World Series happens in the fall. Basketball comes back in the fall. Like, it is sports galore. And I may not be, like, the most avid sports fan ever, but the World Series is so much fun to watch. 
But, like, I like the idea of football. I don't know how it works. Um, but hockey is pretty exciting. Like, watching people get smashed into glass. Like, hockey is excellent. And then basketball is just, it's also good. So all the sports are back in the fall. And it's pretty exciting. Buddy says rugby. Yeah, all the sports. I don't know if rugby happens in the fall. I don't know if Buddy knows if rugby happens in the fall. But I'm just trusting that he put that up there as a fact. So, yay, rugby. Um, okay, number eight. Bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, da -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Fall activities. Fall, okay, so here's one of the things that I love the most about fall. You can go outside and not have to come back inside because you need another shower because it's disgusting outside. In the fall, you can play in cornfields, you can play in like piles of leaves, you go on hay rides, you go apple picking, just like Paul said he's doing this weekend. Like they, it is the best. Like fall activities are so much fun. George and I, you can come back to me. George and I last year, we tried to go apple picking, but we happened to go the day after the orchard shut down. Um, so we ended up being the creepy adults that were just walking around while all of these children were like playing on like mini tractors. It was a weird day. So this year, I hope that we get to actually go pick apples. But Fall activities are so good, particularly playing in piles of leaves. Like, everybody talks about snow angels. Have you ever made a leaf angel? Like, have you ever laid down a pile of leaves and made, like, a leaf angel? It is bomb. It's so good. Okay, next. Dun, da dun. I have lots of fall fans happening in the comments. Seasonal drinks. Okay, here's the thing. I understand. I am a basic white girl. I understand this. I am not, like, no shame. Seasonal drinks made me so stoked when pumpkin came back in August at Dunkin' Donuts. Seasonal drinks bring so much joy. You've got apple cider, hot apple cider. You've got hot chocolate. You've got pumpkin spice everything. It is the best time to drink things in my opinion. Like, drinking these beverages are great, and you don't have to wait until the evening to do it, because the mornings are nice and cool and crisp, and you can drink hot beverages and not, again, be sweating, because I don't know where you live, but here in North Carolina, if you're drinking hot coffee and you go outside, it's basically breathing fire. Now, it's very temperate and wonderful and lovely, and your palate thanks you, and really, the inside of you is probably rejoicing over apple cider, hot chocolate, and pumpkin spice, plus maple-flavored things, caramel-flavored things. It's all happening in the fall. Put in the comments right now, what is your favorite fall beverage to drink? My, I think, I think I said it the other day, but my favorite is pumpkin spice. I know I'm very basic. I understand. But pumpkin spice is so good. But legit hot apple spider with, or apple spider, good, apple cider with cloves and nutmeg and cinnamon, so good. Okay, now there's my soapbox. I'm going to step down and we're going to continue along. Um, apple cider, Buddy says water, water, Buddy doesn't count. Uh, Priscilla says apple cider, Natalie says pumpkin spice. Let me know which ones are your favorites. And then we're going to hop into our number six. I think that's where we're at. Number six is dun, 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 excellent weather. Okay, it is lovely in the fall because here's the thing, even if it rains, like 
it turns into cozy time and we're gonna get here in a little bit like coziness is later but the weather's great it's so it's sunny in the mornings it's nice and crisp but in the afternoon it warms up and it's nice and warm and wonderful and then in the evenings again it cools right back down so it's perfect conditions are perfect you go outside and it's cool it warms up and then it goes back to being cool it's a nice little gentle roller coaster it's not like a big person roller coaster where it's like whoo what's the weather doing but you just hop on and it's like oh this is great and then you go right back down like it's lovely the weather is so pretty in the fall you breathe in we marky and i talked about it yesterday crisp weather oh it's so good you breathe in and it's like ah it's refreshing it's lovely ridge says that he loves the fall colors um priscilla says that it's a great time for a road trip absolutely because here's number five here's where we're going Number five, number six was excellent weather. Number five is foliage, all the colors, all the colors. Oh my goodness. So fun facts, all of my favorite colors are actually fall colors. Yellow, orange, reds, they're so pretty and you drive and everything's beautiful. But he said that last year they didn't have a fall. They had a sudden freezing rain and everything died in one night. Buddy, welcome to North Carolina, where the fall welcomes you warmly. Um, we're very excited to have you. And those are pictures from both North Carolina, where we are now, um, and one of those is from Maine. The bottom right corner is actually in Mount Katahdin, Maine. Everything else is from the Blue Ridge Parkway. And it's beautiful. Like, I, I don't know if there's anything that makes me more excited than when George and I will go on a road trip and see all the trees and their beautiful colors. Um, you can hop back to me. Julie says that she feels like a kid when that happens. I get that very, very much. Oh my goodness. Do you like the fall colors or are you somebody that enjoys the nice, like bright blue mornings when everything's super green in the spring and then in the summer? I love fall. Number four. Number four is it's cozy season. And somewhere George is laughing at me because he that tone typically signifies it's time for jammies. Like it's time to put on your warmest socks, curl up by the fire, throw on a sweatshirt, get a blanket, read a book, curl up with some tea. Like it is cozy. Everything is cozy. Buddy says I have Serena. I have Serena on that one, 100%. He says cozy is her love language. Absolutely. It is cozy season. Like people just things kind of slow down and it's a little bit cooler outside. Like you can snuggle up under blankets more often. It's it is wonderful. Now, if you happen to live in my house where George sets the temperature and it's a really warm 67 degrees all the time, then you can always have blanket weather. But for the rest of you that don't live with me and my husband, now it's seasonally appropriate for it to be extra, extra cozy. Do you guys like cozy weather? Like, do you like curling up with the book by the fire? Julie says that she likes sitting by the fire. Me too. It's it's so exciting. Okay, number three. And it is back to school. And you may recognize some of those people because those are our actual students here at Impact University. Sherman, I'm really sorry I had to cover up your face um, in order to do this, but you'll see your face the next time. I am such a nerd. 
and I understand that, and I embrace it happily. I love everything about back to school. I love school supplies. I love going shopping for school supplies. I'm getting a big thumbs down from my goddaughter, Scarlett Stallings, right now. Um, but it's okay. I still love back to school. Everybody is excited. And here's what I super love about it. I love bringing people back together. I've always loved this, at, even when I was a kid in school. I loved coming back to school because in the summertime, even as an adult, in summer, that's when people are traveling, people go different places and they take vacations. But as soon as school time happens, whether you're a student or you have kids that are students, once the school year kicks back up, everybody comes back together. And so you're just with one another all the time. And I love back to school but also largely because sometime Jade's going to watch this and I'm going to get Jade Stallings like approval with this. School supply shopping is so exciting. You can get notebooks and pencils and planners. It's a happy, happy time. And I understand that's like 1% of the population that agrees with me right now, but back to school is like really high on the list for me. It's really, really great. Okay, and now number two, and then we're going to get to my number one in a second. Number two, if you didn't see this coming, you don't know me well, fall fashion. Guys, plaid is back. <laughs> plaid everything. Plaid is so good, and sweaters, and sweatshirts, and hats, and scarves, and boots, and flannel, and oh, it's so good. Here, Chelsea immediately, Chelsea Troublefield popped up in the comments. I so agree. Buddy says, has plaid ever been out of style? You just don't see it as much in the, in the summer, at least for girls. Guys can pretty much get away with it, but girls can as much. When plaid season hits, you know fall is here. It's, and guys, here's the thing. Maybe you don't care what you wear. Do you care about like all of the immodest stuff that people have to rock in the summer because there's no other option available to them and it's crazy hot outside? Now people are going to cover themselves back up. Amen, hallelujah. It's the season that demands more modesty. I think that's pretty exciting. Number one, my number one reason for why fall is so good is, oh, Good call, guys. I almost forgot this. Honorable mention, daylight savings. You get an extra hour of sleep in this season. Now, it may not continue officially throughout the rest of it because your body sinks back up. And really, for like us church people, we don't always super get it because we still have to get up for church. But in theory, you get an extra hour of sleep somewhere. And it's really exciting. So daylight savings was an honorable mention. Number one reason why fall is the best is... Serving opportunities. Here in Boomerang, I love when the fall time hits because when it's not Corona, this is like serving Palooza for us. And that's an actual picture of our Boom Fest that we do here in our parking lot. Our parking lot is packed out. We have jumpies. We have hundreds and hundreds of people here. We hand out water at the fair. You can put up the next picture. That's when we'll do a lot of our victory nights. You can go back. Um, 
it's when we do our victory nights and we'll do back to school things and giveaways for back to school kids. We'll do boom fest. We'll do, uh, we'll hand out candy at like our citywide like trunk or treat sort of thing because the city asks us if we'll bless them. That is a legitimate picture of myself and Abigail dressed up in a cow onesie up there in the top right hand corner. So hope you're enjoying that. We hand out water at the county fair like in the fall. It is it's awesome. All of those are genuine pictures of what our ministry here at Boomerang does. And fall time is so exciting for service opportunities. So that is my top 10 list of reasons why fall is the best. Do you agree with me? Buddy wants to know what jumpies are. They're inflatables. Um, they're like the bounce houses that you can jump in. So do you agree that fall is the best? Have I convinced you? Or do you still think another season is better? Let me know. Maybe I'll do one of these with every season. I don't know. I'm pretty biased toward fall. But those are my top 10 reasons. And now it's time to hop over to What's the Word with Buddy and Paul and Pastor Brian. And it's going to be awesome. And you're going to want to hear it. If you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast because it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you on the other side of this really quick video. Just enough time to share the broadcast. Well, hey guys, welcome to What's the Word with me and Paul. He's over there. You can't see him right now. There he is. There he is. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how to walk in supernatural health. And this is something that God put on Pastor Spirit today, and Pastor's going to be here really soon. Yeah. Um, but this is, gonna, this, this is such a, an important topic for us to talk about, you know, because supernatural health, not just healing, but actual walking in supernatural health is, is something that we're offered as children of God, yeah. you know, as redeemed children of God. You know, a lot of, like, we don't have to actually go in and out and in and out, like, sick and healed, you know, sick and then healed, sick and then healed. We can actually get to a place where we're walking in supernatural health. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, we can see that in scriptures, and we'll, and we'll be diving into some scriptures later. Um, but, but, this is, but supernatural health is one of the things that we have a right to as children of God. Yeah. I mean, health is one of the one things that the devil does try to attack because it's something that it nags you and gets that little that little nagging gets your mind off of stuff that you're supposed to be yeah. focused on and gets your focus somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it's the little things like that and health is usually one of the number one things that he'll try to attack. But when you know who you are and whose you are yeah. and who lives inside of you and you know the health that you're called to walk in, then that's one less area that he can try to attack. And when you get that rooted deep down in your soul, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. It's a life changer because then you understand everything yeah. that yeah. follows. That's true. No, see, yeah, like w one of the things that I've noticed is, you know, I, I remember one time I made a post on Facebook and I was just asking people, 
You know, if God, if, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And essentially the question I was asking is, was if God can do anything for you, what would it be? But I wanted to kind of reach to all of my friends, not just, you know, my Christian friends. So I asked, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? And just about every single <coughs> response fell, fell under one of three categories. Essentially sin. Like people would say, you know, that, that there would be no more addiction and, mm-hmm. you know, all those who are bound by drug addiction would be freed, you know, or, or you know, that I can be, that I can have a relationship with my father who doesn't want, you know, mm-hmm. it, it falls under sin. Um, sickness, you know, uh, like um, a relative that has cancer or yeah. sick or whatever. Um, and then the third one was, was, uh, was provision or mm-hmm. finances, you know, you know, that I would have the resources to do what I need to do. You know, that I, it fell under those three categories. But what very few people actually understand is that Jesus Christ came. All three of those yeah. things are things that Christ redeemed us from. Sin, he became sin who knew no sin so that we can become the righteousness of yeah. God. Uh, sickness, you know, he himself bore our infirmities, carried our diseases. By his stripes we, we were, were healed. healed. And then, and then poverty or, or, you know, a lack of finances, you know, he became poor so that we, through his poverty, could become rich. So all those three things are a part of, of, of um, our redemption in Christ. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're watching today and no one's told you or you've just been or you've like grown up in, a, in church that just tells you, well, you know, sometimes it's God's will for you to be sick. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes the Lord uses sickness to uh, to teach you a lesson that's not biblical. No. That's not that's not in the Bible. No. You you read throughout Scripture as you as you read throughout Scripture, um, you can see that God is actively fighting for the for for not not just the rede- you know part of the redemption because because sickness wasn't in the in the garden. Yeah, sickness isn't going to be in heaven, and and Jesus told us to pray, uh, His will be done on earth as in, as it is in heaven. And if there's not sickness in heaven, there doesn't need to be sickness on this earth. But the reason why many of us are sick today is because we've just been taught that this is a normal part of life. Yeah. You know, and I just saw Ridge, you put in the comments that you're that you're sick today. We're going to be praying for you today. This is a message for you to listen to, because as you listen to this message, it will build your faith. And then when we pray for you at the end, we're believing that that sickness is going to be driven out. Because it, because it's not from God. So so continue. Listen to this whole teaching so that your faith could be built up. Because it's the prayer offered in faith that saves the sick. Yeah. Um, but it's important for us to know uh, that sickness is not the will of God. Yep. That's, that's exactly right. And one thing that came to my mind is I've heard Pastor talk about you know when you're driving a vehicle and you get that little noise going on. Yeah. Well, if you don't take care of that noise then it eventually, you're, you tune it out, and then eventually it becomes a bigger problem. The bigger problem you didn't see coming because you had already taught yourself not to hear that noise anymore. Mm-hmm. So when the little sniffle comes on, a lot of times we won't pay it any attention. We'll just, mm-hmm. well, it's just allergies or it's just this, and we'll kind of go on. Yeah. But if we, would, we know who we are and know what we're called to walk in, as soon as that little thing comes up, yeah. and we know that's not even, got, that doesn't even have a right here, yeah. and you stand for it, then... What you do is your faith doesn't, you don't slack on your faith. Your faith is there every step of the way mm-hmm. and it continues to go because then you know if that little sniffle comes, then nothing else can come in yeah. because you're on, on, on target with the word. The word has become part of you, so you're not letting any, anything fall in the crack. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's one of the 
the great things that I've heard Pastor talk about demonstration is using like a vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hear the squeaky wheel sometimes and we'll just get used to it. And yeah. okay, well, I'll just ignore it because it's not really causing a problem. The car still drives great. But then eventually you tune that squeaky wheel out. Well, now it's turned into a rub and you've gotten so used to it where you're just, well, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. And then all of a sudden, boom. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have took care of it in the very beginning. Yeah. And that's how a lot of times I think it is with health. We get the little sniffle and we don't pay it any attention. Hey. But it's the, <laughs> it can turn into a major problem if we don't really understand who we are and whose we are and what we're called to walk in. Yeah. Sure. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I've been doing pastoring stuff, <laughs> but it was good. We have a great testimony today. The Lord supernaturally uh, came through and what we've been believing for, uh, but supernaturally paying off debt today. Is, isn't Amen. that awesome? That's, That's awesome. so good. Amen. I got to fix your mic because you are all, well, it's pulling in. Anyway, Amen. Amen. So I've heard, you know, you just had a testimony, like take literally one minute and tell the testimony because it's huge what just you reported today yeah. on healing. God wants to heal you. Yeah. yeah, his 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 goal is what he wants is for you to know you're healed. Yeah. Nothing can come against your body. And a testimony earlier this year, my mom was told that her heart functions were at 20 percent and that, you know, if they didn't go up. Two years is what they were giving her. Well, we standing in our faith, yeah. praying, had brought it to the leadership, to the church, and as a body, yeah. we know what we're called to walk in. So we've been in constant prayer, praying against this. And my mom found out today that our heart functions are now up to fifty percent, <laughs> and she was having a heart—I think it's called PCVs or something—and they were at twenty-five percent, and now they're down to one point seven percent. And by her birthday in December, we're believing that her heart's going to be at 100% brand new heart. <laughs> and everything the Lord is doing is lining up to where by her birthday yeah. in December, yeah. she will have a brand new heart functioning at 100%. Yeah. But it's the, it's the faith, yeah. the prayer of faith and knowing the word to back yeah. that prayer. Yeah. And when you know the word to back it and you apply the faith to that word yeah. and you give it all to God. You don't yeah. try to carry it all. You pray it out, you give it to him, and then you praise him for it, and he comes through every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the key is God's not a respecter of persons. Yeah. So, like, when we share testimonies like this, it's not like, a, well, that's, yeah. that's nice, you know, that that happened for them. Like, I can't tell you how, how many times I've heard people say, well, it might have been God's will to do that, but that doesn't mean it's God's will to do it. Yeah. But, but the Bible is clear. God doesn't show favoritism. He's not a respecter, respecter of persons. That's yeah. not who he is. So it's not like he, he's willing to, to bless and to heal one person and then he, he's willing that another person is sick and miserable and dying their whole life. Yeah. That's not who he is. Yeah, that's right. He, he, he's a good God. That's and right. Like, picture, picture. Well, like, and the reason people think that is because they've received bad doctrine. They've yeah. received mm-hmm. bad theology. It's actually contrary to the word yeah. because they think everything that happens is the will of God, which the word very clearly shows us is not. Yeah. Um, he's in control, but in his control, he gave us authority and faith, and faith is the victory yeah. that overcomes the world. So we have a part to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but many people have received that we have no part to play, that God does it all. Mm-hmm. And then they think that, well, one person got it, one another person didn't, it must be God. 
And it's not God. That's not God at all. It's actually a slap in the face to God. And if we're going to honor him, then we're going to be faithful. It says without faith, it's impossible to please him. And uh, so we want to make sure that we're operating the way that we should and with faith. Amen. Yeah. And uh, so one of the, uh, you know, I, I interrupted you, but I wanted to point that out because a lot of people are sitting there and they think, well, God will do it for some people, but probably not for me. Yeah. And that's actually a deception of the enemy. Yeah. That's a deception of the devil to get people not to apply faith and to think bad against God. Yeah. Uh, but he's the healer. He, he called himself. That's his character. That's his nature is I'm the Lord that heals you. I'm mm -hmm. your healer. Yeah. And, uh, and he will. He'll heal us all day, every day. And so did I steal your... No, you're good. <laughs> no. Uh, Did you have any more on that? Well, I was just going to, I was going to, well, I was going to say picture, like, I mean, you're a father. Yeah. Right? You have three kids. Yeah. Um, and if, two, if, let's say, if two of your kids got sick, you know, you would do everything within your power yes. to ensure not just one of them yeah. is, is made well, yeah. but both of them are made well. Why? Because you don't have favoritism over, over your children. That's yes. what, what a good father mm -hmm. looks like. And, That's and, right. And God doesn't operate on a whim. He operates on his word. He doesn't yes. just operate randomly. He operates based on what he said in this word. So if we were to tell, to tell someone, well, God's not really willing to heal you, what you're literally saying is he doesn't actually hold true to his word. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're, you're his character's in question. Yeah. Because, yeah. 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 you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, I know he's able. I just don't know if he's willing. Yeah. You know? Which we'll get into that, yeah. you know, um, but the, the thing is, if, if someone were to say, let's say you were fully able um, to, just going back to like, yeah. you have two, two of your kids are sick, and you had exactly what was needed to heal them, you know, yeah. for, for one of your kids to say, well, I know my dad um, is, is able, I just don't know if he's willing, like, what are they saying? Well, flip it. If they said, I know he's willing, I just don't know if he's able. Willing revolves around your character. You know, yeah. I know he loves me enough that if he had the ability, he would do it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if he's able. That, that's just, you know, kind of questioning the, the ability. Yeah. But, um, but you flip it and they say, I know he's willing, or I know he's able, but I don't think he's willing. That, that has nothing to do with your power. That, that, that's an assault on your character. That's right. For, yeah. for someone to say that you don't love, you're basically saying that I don't think they have the character or the love for me enough yeah. to be able to do it, but I know that they can. Yeah. And, or the deception of, well, God knows best, and he, he knew that this sickness would teach me something. Yeah. Yeah. That's garbage. You've got the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a teacher, not a disease. Yeah. yeah. Put that in the comments. The Holy Ghost is my teacher, not a sickness. Yeah. The Holy Ghost is the teacher, not lack. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, lack may key us in that we've missed something, mm -hmm. but that's not my teacher. The Holy, he doesn't need sickness to be a teacher when he has the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Got, listen, put that in the comments the way I just said it. It's the same thing, but it's, it's a little bit different way. Uh, God does not need sickness to be the teacher when he has the Holy Spirit. He doesn't need yep. sickness as a teacher when he has the Holy Ghost, yeah. who the Holy Ghost will lead us into all truth. So that, that's yeah. contrary 
to what the Bible has said already. And so you start to see these things. And not only that, going back to, you know, if he's not able to do it, that assaults his power. If he's not willing to do it, that assaults his character. And so see how the devil plays these things Mm -hmm. against them. And what he's trying to do is get believers to... The devil knows that God is willing and able. But he also knows that most people aren't aware of that. They're not aware of those things because of this and bad teaching. And so what he, what he does, he says, the devil also knows that you and I have a part to play mm-hmm. in our healing and in the healing of others. Mm-hmm. And so he says, okay, they're the ambassadors. They have authority because Jesus gave it to them. I know God can do it. Now he's not telling, the devil's not telling anybody that. He says, I know God can do it, but they don't know that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll fi- you know, put in some false doctrine and let's teach them that it's all on God. Yeah. And then I can accuse God, you know. Yeah. So he, he sets it up. It's actually very simple. But we've fallen for it. And because why? Why do we fall for this? And these are huge moments uh, that we, once we understand this about healing, things start to clear up and they start to work and you start to understand. Another, here's why people come up with a doctrine that's contrary. Because the truth is, have you ever prayed for healing and had it not happen? Like, you know, because of you. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have too. Have you ever prayed for that and it didn't happen? So what happens is people think that they are in faith. Mm-hmm. They're held responsible for their faith. The Bible's very clear for that. They're held responsible for that. And then what you start to step into is, uh, now, but have you ever thought you were at a level of faith that you weren't at? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever thought you were at a level of faith that you found out later you weren't at? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. And it didn't work, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but if you operate in pride and not humility... Operate in a little bit of pride and not humility, then you'll say, I was in faith. Yeah. And then we'll say, well, God must have meant something else. Mm -hmm. And then we find excuses for why that scripture that's so plain Mm -hmm. doesn't work. And we'll find excuses for it. And so there's a thread of pride that will say, or we'll be embarrassed. Say, I'm a pastor and I pray for some. I prayed for plenty of people that didn't get healed in the past. But I didn't say, well, that must not be true. I said, that's got to be true. Let every man be a liar. And so if I thought I was in faith, apparently I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Lord, and here's where humility comes in. Lord, help me to see where I've missed it. Mm -hmm. And then in that humility, we're submitting ourselves to God. And in James and in 1 Peter, it says, humble yourself, submit yourself to God, and grace and greater grace Mm -hmm. will be given. And so when we offer ourselves in that humility, all of a sudden God says, here's some grace. And he'll open up the scriptures, show you where you might have missed it. And what happens is every time you give yourself in humility, your faith gets higher and higher and higher. And then you start to see healing more and more and more and more. But we have to take responsibility for the faith that is our responsibility. We have to move in that. I think one thing too is, what happens a lot of time with sickness is we'll get a sniffle and we'll we'll pray and we'll apply our faith but yeah. then when it comes time to be at church well I don't want to get anybody else sick so by what yeah. happens is as soon as you say that now where's your faith really at 
Yeah. Because now what you've done is you've vocalized that your faith really wasn't there in that prayer that you was asking for. Yeah. That your faith was actually in yourself. So then when the healing doesn't happen, the first thing they'll do is that. Yeah. Well, no. What you speak, you speak into existence. We've been given that authority. So what you did is your prayer might have started out with faith. But yeah. what happened in that moment, that sentence that you said is, well, I don't want to go and get anybody else sick or offend somebody about getting them sick. Yes. What you did right there in that is you killed your faith. Yeah. You dropped it. Yeah. And in that moment, as soon as you dropped it, what's the devil going to do? That's my entry point. Yeah. Now I'm going to hit you harder. Now you have to when pick it When in all up. actuality, what you needed to do is be in that church service and get under the anointing yeah. that flows on top of you, on top of the faith that you've been praying. Yeah. And that's where your victory and your healing's at. Yeah. That's where you're supposed to be. But that thought that comes in yeah. right there is what holds you up from it. It's what can cause you can cause a life and death situation is what you really got to look at it. It's a life and death situation. It's just like I was saying earlier, that little sniffle, if you don't take care of it how you're supposed to, yeah. then that little sniffle will cause you, when it doesn't get healed, will cause your faith because you, we have a flesh yeah. to say, well, God, he, he just didn't want to do it. And then what happens is your faith starts going down. Well, now something big comes in. You don't have the faith there right? because you haven't been sitting under the, under the word. Yeah. You've been missing the word. You've been yeah. getting outside of the anointing, getting outside of the covering, getting outside of that protection yeah. of where you're planted at. And, and how do you know that? How do you know that you need to be in church? Because, you know, have you ever done that wrong? Yeah. Me too. Have you ever done that wrong? Like I needed to be at church, but I, I was, you know, I needed to be under the anointing. I was so, so pleased. We uh, had people that, you know, had a cold or something like that. And they're like, I know it's a weird season with COVID and everything, but I need to be under the anointing. And they'll say, you know, do you mind if I separate myself? No, do that. But if you feel like you need to be here, which we do, be here. You know, mm -hmm. separate yourself, do all, you know, take that, not just for your sake, but for others' sake, but be under that anointing. Listen yes. to it. And, and I've done it wrong. And that's how yeah. you know not to, you know, that's how you know that. Because sometimes people hear that and they'll be like, well, he's just getting on to me for what I did. No, we all have done yeah. that wrong, and now we don't want to do it wrong again. We've recognized that's not what faith does. Glass house. My faith, I got that correction this Sunday. <laughs> we were believing for a financial, yeah, supernatural financial thing to happen. Yeah. And it wasn't happening. But when we sat down, because I know whenever situations like that, you need to seek wise counsel. So me and Jade sat down with pastors and said, this is what's going on. We've been praying. Don't know. And what happened is we were standing in faith. But then what in my explaining, what I did is said, I have tried to figure it out. So where I didn't notice what I had did is I had given it to him, but I haven't fully given it to him because I was still trying to do it myself. That's great But as revelation. soon as I let go of that, literally as soon as we let go of that, supernaturally monday the very next day supernatural happened yeah yeah but it took that understanding it's not him that is wrong yeah. i've missed it yeah going to your leadership your pastors letting them show you let them tell you from their experiences and point you to the word and when you do that and then you put your pride down and say i see where i missed it yeah not where God missed it, but I see where I missed it. Yeah. Then what happens then is you step into that humility. 
power is in and then grace comes in supernatural comes in because what you've done now is you've actually removed yourself and given every bit of it to him and when you give every bit of him just like buddy was saying if you know abby or rachel or luke was sick and you had the ability but they didn't come to you, you wouldn't know. Yeah. But as soon as they come to you, now they've given in the situation to you, and now yeah. you have the authority and the right to come in yeah. and give them exactly what they need. And that's what we do sometimes is we try to still hold on to it. And what we're doing is we're standing in the way. Yeah. Put this, uh, put this in the comments right now. Uh, put, their power is in humility. Power yes. is in humility. And that's where, you know, a lot of times we don't realize that we're, the, the trap of, of pride is that we don't realize we're outside of humility. We think we're doing right. And that's why we have to be very intentional and proactive with our humility or else we'll get out of it. Mm-hmm. If we're not intentional and proactive in humility, we will exit it. And so put that in the comments too. If we're not intentional and proactive in humility... We will exit it. So uh, I saw that uh, Ridge asked a question earlier. He was asking what chapters. I believe on humility where it talks about grace and greater grace being released. I believe it's James 4 around verse 7. I think it, uh, it might be 6 and 7. And then I believe it's 1 Peter 5 and verse like 5 through 7. I believe it's in, in that uh, area. And uh, it, one of them says, when you submit and you humble yourself, grace is given. One of them says, when you submit and humble yourself, grace and greater grace is given. Yeah. And uh, he said, how do I pray right now? Just right now, Ridge, just right where you're sitting. If anybody's not feeling great, just right now, say this. Just say, Jesus, I receive your healing now. I rebuke sickness and pain in my body. And Lord, I believe I have received it. I'm not waiting on it. I have it now by your love and by your stripes. And just receive that. Just let them, let them receive. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you. Right now, we just receive with them healing, supernatural, divine health in their bodies in Jesus' name. And so one of the things I want you to see is this, is, um, you know, you mentioned this earlier, and we're going to get to more of this, how to walk in divine health, and, and maybe it'll be more tomorrow. But today we're kind of kicking down some of those uh, wrong doctrines about it uh, with a few scriptures here and there. But here's one thing. Uh, understand that there's a difference between restoration and miracle. Mm-hmm. Miracle is one thing. Restoration is another. They're both great, and they both work. And they both have a result. Miracle happens right now, like something supernatural happens mm-hmm. right now. Restoration is also supernatural, but it goes to work in you and starts bringing it about. Yeah. And so a lot of healing is restoration. And so what people do is they'll say, um, they'll say, well, I'm feeling bad. I have sickness in my body and I'm not feeling good. And then they'll say, Lord, I just believe you right now for healing in my body. And then two seconds later, they go, oh, I still feel the same. It must not have worked. That's not the case. As soon as you pray, the Bible shows us clearly, as soon as we pray the prayer of faith, Mm -hmm. supernatural is released. 
It can be miraculous where you instantly go, boom, and there's no fever. The fever's gone. The pain is gone. It can be like that. But if you don't feel that, that doesn't mean it didn't work. Uh, You say, no, I, I know healing power, healing virtue is working in my body right now. And just because I didn't feel, you know, the black and white shift from the pain and all the, and the sickness doesn't mean that it's not working. What I do know is according to the word, and the word is true, right now that supernatural yeah. anointing, as soon as I pray a prayer of faith, it's working in my body now, and I'm not going to drop faith because I didn't sense the miracle. So, yeah, But I know from the word that the restoration is working. And so, you know, just in the willingness of God, just in the willingness of God, let's look at this verse, 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2. Of course, there's no other chapter but chapter 1. So 3 John 1, 2. And it says, Beloved, I pray. Now, here's the thing. All scripture is inspired by God. Yeah. This is the Holy Spirit inspiring, inspiring scripture. Is that correct? Is that correct? Okay, so who's speaking here? God God is speaking to his people, and he's speaking to his beloved. If you are in the family of God, you're his beloved. And if you're not in the family of God, you can be in his family. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. Just when we accept Christ, you get in the family, you got an inheritance. Mm -hmm. you got an inheritance. Both of you have seen the inheritance of God manifest in your life just this week. Both of you have. And I have too, because I've seen it in your life, and you're part of my family, you know. I'm believing with you and for you, and both of you have seen the inheritance of God just this week. Well, beloved, the beloved people are the ones that are in his family and that have received Christ as their Lord and Savior. And anybody can receive them if they'll just put faith on them. Confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be born again. So here he says, beloved, I pray in all respects, you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. This is the Holy Ghost saying above everything else. I want you to prosper, and that's literally talking about prosper in every area of life, including finances, and be in good health. There's the will of God right there. There's the will of God. Beloved, above everything. And, And here's the other thing. Okay, well, I'm not in the family of God. That doesn't mean God wants me healed. Yes, it does. Because another verse says that he doesn't want anybody to perish, but all may come to know Jesus Christ. All may have salvation through Jesus. So he literally spoke in those two verses, I want everyone everywhere to be healed. Yeah. Everyone, everywhere to be healed. He's not using sickness as a teacher. Sickness in Acts 10.38 shows that sickness is from the devil. It's from the devil. But then another verse to see his willingness to heal us is in John 10.10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What is sickness? What is sickness? It's a stealer of your health. It's a destroyer of your health. It brings death. Steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the thief brings. That's what the devil brings to the table. Such a clear dividing line. But what does Jesus bring to the table? Life. Life to the full till it overflows. An abundance of life. That's the will of God saying, I only came for one thing. Get life to you. 
yeah. to get life to you yeah. in every area. How does that mean? That you prosper in every area, including finances. He's, his will is to heal. Look at, let's read John 10, uh, or Acts 10, 38. Let's read that. Hallelujah. This is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. So what we're going to do, we'll wrap up uh, today here in a few minutes, but we'll come back tomorrow. And we're going to tell you exact steps to step through how to move in your healing. But the first thing is just to know that God wants you healed. So look at this, Acts 10 and verse 38. It says, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and power. So now one of the things we're going to see is that the power to heal comes through the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And if you're around people who are not carrying the anointing of the Holy Ghost, guess what you're not going to see? A lot. Healing. Healing. You're not going to see it on a regular basis because it comes through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so we know that healing comes that way. So if you're not hanging around a lot of people that are carrying the anointing of the Holy Spirit and you're not carrying the anointing in that level, you're not going to see healing on a regular basis. Now, you may have somebody that, that you know that carries an anointing, you know, and they may pray for you and have some authority in your life. And you may see healing that way some, but you're not going to carry it consistently without being around the anointing. Put that in the comments right now. I'm not going to walk in consistent health without being around the anointing, without the flow of the anointing. Amen. So look at this. You know how Jesus of Nazareth how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good. Now, that's going to be a key. What did he do? Good. Good. So what we're about to read is what God calls good. Mm -hmm. What we're about to read beyond this point is what God calls good. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He healed them all. Did you see that? He healed them all. Mm -hmm. And he said all that were sick, what were they? They were oppressed of the devil. And God said this was good. So his will is always to do good because he's a loving Mm -hmm. father. And what was good? Heal all who were oppressed of the devil because sickness is only an oppression of the devil. Mm -hmm. Period. It's not an oppression from God. It's an oppression from the devil. And God wants everybody to be under his covering, his anointing, his protection, his healing. He wants everybody to be there. But many times by our own choice, we walk out from that. We, we, there's people with the anointing. We move away from them because our flesh is uncomfortable. And so we're not going to see healing. Uh, we have a word preached about healing, how it's our responsibility for faith. And that's where the covering of God is. That's where the blessing is. But we'll walk away from it because we don't want to take responsibility. We want God to do everything. God's already done everything through Jesus Christ. He said, it's finished. Now it's your job and my job to apply faith as ambassadors in this world. But we don't like that because we don't want to take responsibility. So we won't hang around people that talk about taking responsibility for faith. I mean, we even get on to them if they say, well, you're telling me I didn't have little faith. No, that's what Jesus said. Yeah. <laughs> What you smiling for? <laughs> That's what Jesus yeah. said. See, I, I, so I got gray hair. I can say that a little bit more. Yes. So, 
I'm realizing now that a lot of people would have hated Jesus's ministry. They really would have, and they did. Because, I mean, like, he he came against people's faith more than anything. (laughs) You have little faith. Where's your faith? But then he also, like, turned around. Your faith has healed you. you Yes. It's it's a matter of faith, you know. It's, like, faith is key. Faith is important. And since since so many people would rather blame God than take responsibility... You know, it, yeah. it like people would say that this is spiritual abuse, you know, yeah. to, but but it's not that we God offers a solution. Yes. He offers us a solution to, 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 to our sicknesses. He offers us yes. healing for our sicknesses. He offers us a solution. So the, the most abusive thing I can do is to keep it from people. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? that's right. That's, that's a great revelation. Um, can I can I read something from T.L. Osborne's book? Please. That's just uh, yeah. Healing the sick. This, this, whenever I read this, it struck me. He said this, Disease steals health. It steals happiness. It steals money we need for other things. Disease is our enemy. It's a robber. Don't tell anyone that disease is the will of God. It's the will of hate. Yes. It's the will of Satan. If disease has become the will of love, then love has turned to hate. If disease is the will of God, then, he- then heaven will be filled with sickness. That's right. Jesus was the exact image of the Father, Hebrews 1.3. And he, he went about healing all the sick, Acts 10.38. Uh, disease and sickness are never the will of the Father. To believe they are is to be deceived by the adversary. If healing had not been included in the plan of redemption, then it would have never been placed in the great substitutionary chapter of Isaiah 53. Yes. Where he, where he says he himself bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases. It's powerful. I love T.L. Osborne. Yeah. I love him. He's so he's so simple. He just makes it so simple and plain. Mm -hmm. But see, people don't like that message because Mm -hmm. they have to take responsibility for their faith. And I think that one of the things you said is so very important, and that is that you know they would not have liked Jesus, and indeed they didn't. You know, Jesus. Think about this. I want I want you to I want you to watch this. The Pharisees search the scriptures all the time. Their whole job was to search the scriptures in view of the Messiah coming. The Messiah, watch what religion does. The Messiah shows up, is standing in their face, giving them the salvation from the Father, and they didn't even recognize Mm -hmm. him. He was there in the person, in person, and he was doing miracles everywhere. And even with the miracles, they did not recognize him. Why? Because religion and pride had filled them and blinded their eyes. And so even when he moved right in front of them, they did not see him. And it's the same thing today. The same thing. Because when you hear people like, are you telling me I don't have enough faith? You know, yes. Yes, I am. Because that's the victory that overcomes the world. But see, here's the thing. I tell that to myself too. And that's why we've grown in manifestations over the years. It didn't start out like that. It didn't start, but I, I believe God's word was true. And I let his word continue to work on me. That's what humility does. Yeah. That's what responsibility for faith does. It's not, you know, watch this. It's not grace that overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Faith connects you to the supernatural power of grace. Humility connects you to the supernatural power of grace. You know, it, it's not, it's not that first. In other words, what God's pointing out is our responsibilities. Now, he took the ultimate responsibility. 
and he made it available. Then all he said is, you just have to trust me. Mm -hmm. You have to seek me and trust me. But here's the thing, y'all have now grown up in some faith, yeah. and yet, even, even recently, both of you, you, there were times where you thought you were in faith, and you recognized, man, as much as I know about faith, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so what does that say? And you, that says, all right, we can grow. That means there's all this growth up above us to go even higher yeah. than where we've been. And you've seen both some great things of God. Yeah. So it's just up from here. That's the hope of the gospel. Yeah. But then some people will be saying there, well, God, they've grown up in faith. There's no hope for me. That's not true. <laughs> God will meet you right where you're at. Just give him yourself today in humility and watch how healing will start to become yours on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, what, I, what I'm... And what you were reading says, and healing all who are oppressed. It doesn't say just the ones that came to church every Sunday or right. just the ones that made sure they gave their top, the, that were given big offerings. All. So his, that shows you his heart right there mm -hmm. for everyone. Even yes. though all means all. That means the people that don't know him, the people that do know him, the people that don't have, their faith isn't that high, the people whose faith through the roof. All. Nobody Jesus healed was born again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the... <clears throat> Nobody. It, I don't... This is where I get frustrated sometimes. <laughs> it's because when people do that, well, what, what you're reading right here is, he's pretty much telling you that if, if you're praying for your healing and it's not happening, it's not him. That's right. So that's where you have to understand the humility aspect behind the faith of saying, well, his word says all, and I'm an all, so if yeah. I'm not getting it, mm -hmm. then it's not him, yeah. then it's me, where do I need to be? Yeah. And then I'll go ahead and tell you, once you ask that question, the first answer yeah. is in, in a church, yeah. in the, in, under the anointing, yeah. under the word being preached. That's where you need to be. And there's Church in itself is not the answer. You know, the victory, this is the victory that overcomes the world, uh, even our church. That, that's no. not what it says either. However, one of the things that we have to understand is at some point there's a switch from I'm not responsible for anything and Jesus just gave me his love. And once we become born again, there's a switch where I'm now being rebellious because I'm not doing what he told me to do. And because I'm rebellious, whatever a man sows, he'll, he'll reap. And I won't flow in the fullness of that anointing mm -hmm. in that healing. And so God is so merciful with us. But there is a point where we are called to maturity and to put on and to do things his way. So like church is not the answer, but it is a part of the answer. Yeah. And, and that's how you've grown is by being under the anointing, hearing about faith, learning about faith and healing and all these things. And well, now you're carrying it. Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word preached. preached. Yeah. That preached. Yes. That means sitting there hearing something that might step on your toes mm -hmm. and saying, you know what? I've missed it. Yeah. I needed to hear this. This checked something in me. I received that Sunday because I missed it. I missed something. But would I have caught the mistake that I made if I wouldn't have been sitting under the word, hearing the word preached? Because it was a I timely message. Yeah. Both services, Sunday was a timely <laughs> message. And if I would have said, you know, I'm just super stressed. Today is just not a good day. 
I think I'm just going to stay at home, what would have happened? I missed the word that built the faith for the supernatural to come through. Yes. I'd have missed it that easily, that quickly. And the next day you would have gone backwards. Yes. Yeah. You, your life would have been harder exactly. the very next day this time. Yes. Yeah. So that's why it's important to, when you pray and you realize something's not right, check yourself. Yeah. Don't check him, check yourself, because his will is. So then when you check yourself and you understand, okay, well, my faith wasn't where it needs to be. Well, how do I build my faith up? You need to get under the word. Yeah, it's it's that that easy of an answer. Yeah. Get out on the word and then the anointing flows. You submit to your pastor. You're you're checking the boxes of what he's called you to do. Yeah. And when you do that, then what you're doing is you're opening the door for him to move. I see Kevin put up. First of all, Serena put in all means all. And then Kevin. So simple. Kevin said he, he quoted me. He said nobody Jesus healed was born again. I, it, truthfully, everybody that's ever been healed was healed by Jesus before the God, you know, before uh, he went to the cross and after. So uh, to define that better, it would it would be good to say nobody Jesus healed in the Gospels was born yeah. again. Nobody Jesus healed in the Gospels was born again. So yeah. just to clarify, I can see somebody coming by and going, well, who healed me then? It was Jesus. Like, yeah, you're right, but that wasn't the context of what we were talking about, but. Anyway, um, so, and that, that's just it. We can step outside of the ways of God, and then we don't see those things. And y'all know the scripture in 2 Corinthians 9 that says uh, that we can increase the harvest of our righteousness. Mm -hmm. So just because we're righteous through Jesus Christ doesn't mean that we have the same harvest. It's what we do with what he's given us that increases or decreases the harvest. And one of those things is sitting under preaching. And listen, and this is something that's so important in this day. It's not, it's not sitting at home watching preaching. That's good, and that's important. And, you know, a lot of my schooling was listening to audio and tapes and CDs driving down the road. Yes, but a lot of my schooling for ministry was doing that. So I'm not downplaying that. But some people say that that's all they have to do is sit at home, watch a video, listen to this, and that's their church. That's incorrect. That is against the Bible. And here's the thing. You know, we talked about on Sunday morning, and, and y'all know this very clearly, that we can get into a rebellion against the things of God unknowingly. Mm -hmm. And that's where God says, my people are destroyed for a lack of yeah. knowledge. And so I've watched people, and watch this, I've watched people get healed, go, you know, come to church, get healed, go back to doing life the way they did it before without church, catch the sickness again and die. I've watched it happen. It's one of those things where you don't want to operate, you don't realize. So there is actually an anointing when believers come together. Yeah. It's the church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. It's when people come together that that corporate anointing in every joint supplying. It's the church, what in Ephesians 4, that when we come together and we grow up into the fullness of the stature of Christ. In other words, we, we take our responsibility to grow in our faith. Mm -hmm. And it, that only happens by God's design mm -hmm. fully in the church. Yeah. We can't not go to church and grow up in the fullness of what God has. Yeah. 
we have to be there. We have to attend. We have to assemble. And that's part of what the devil has really attacked in this age. And, and why? He wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. But God wants you to be healed and whole and overflowing. You know, yeah. He wants you to take on your responsibility to bear fruit. Doesn't he want you to win souls? Yes. Doesn't he want you to make disciples? Yes. Doesn't he want you to move in power? Yes. Miracles, healing. Yes. Doesn't yes. he want you to move in the fruit of the Spirit? Yes. Do you feel like doing all of that when you're at home sick in the bed? No. Do you feel like doing any of it? No. no. Do you feel like doing any of that when you're at home sick in the bed, aching all over? No. no. It's designed to steal fruit mm -hmm. from the body yeah. of Christ. Yeah. Sickness is not from God. It, healing is from God, and he healed all. Yeah. You know, we can say, well, he's ticking. Uh, teaching me something in this sickness. Well, I wish you'd hurry up and learn it and get back to producing fruit, you know. No, it's not God teaching you something. It's the devil stealing from us. Yeah. And once we get that in our head and get it in our heart, all of a sudden we can walk in the fullness of what God has. Amen. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking like if following that mindset that, oh, God's doing this for a purpose, then why are you going to a doctor? Because yeah. you're rebelling you, against the, exactly. the will of God yeah. you know, for your life. Yeah. Which it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's a deception. Same thing with prosperity. Then why go to work? Just stay home and be as poor as you can be. Yeah. And don't apply for welfare either because that's adding to it. Mm -hmm. That, that logic goes nowhere. It, it's, it's a ridiculous logic. Yeah. But people have fallen for it because you've had ministers who have made excuses for not fulfilling their own humility and responsibility. And it's time to stop that. And it is the time to get real with it because the world needs a light. The world needs some people that believe. Yeah. The world needs people full of hope. And we are going to be those people. If yeah. you believe yeah. that, say amen. amen. We are going to be the people of faith. Yeah. We are going to be the people of hope. We are going to be the people of God's love. And we are going to be healed and prosperous according to the, to the will of God. Amen. Say, Just put that in the comments. We're going to be the people of faith that are healed in Jesus' name. That's yes. who we are. Amen. We're going to be those people, and we're going to see the glory of God Amen. poured out in this earth all around us because we're going to take our responsibility and do that. Amen. Amen. So let's just pray right now for anybody that may be uh, having anything going on in their body, uh, anything in their family, in their <laughs> life. Uh, we're going to be healed. We're going to walk in that healing. So, Father, right now, we just received. Your word says that by the stripes that Jesus took, we were healed. And our job is to believe on his good, absolute love with faith as a child. So, Lord, you said if we were healed with faith as a child, we just agree with you. We are healed. We were healed and we are healed right now. We're not, we're not waiting on it. That, say it with me wherever you're at. Healing anointing, Healing anointing. And, restoration and restoration is working in my body and my, my family's body, body. body right now. Right right now. It's working in me it's working right, in right, now. Now. right now. I receive it. I believe it. And I have it. I'm not waiting on that restoration. I'm not waiting on that anointing. I have it now. And in Jesus' name, in Jesus declare name. this 
I am the healed of the Lord. I'm not the sick. I'm not the sick. Trying to get healed. I'm healed now. And healing is working in my body. It's working in my body now. Now I just speak to those bodies. In the name of Jesus, everybody, every body, physical body that's here in this message, divine health be in you now in Jesus' name. Healing happen. Cancers fall off. COVID-19, die in that body now in Jesus' name. Make the white blood cells go. Where'd it go? In Jesus' name. Let it be completely eradicated. Fibromyalgia, be destroyed. Heart issues, be healed in Jesus' name. Liver issues, be healed now in the name of Jesus. Father, let every sickness and disease, named or unnamed, diabetes, fall off of every person that's here in this. Let them be the healed of the Lord. Let them walk in wholeness and fullness and be producers of the fruit of the kingdom of God to the utmost in Jesus' name. Father, we receive it now. We have it. We walk in divine health. We have divine healing in our bodies. And we carry an anointing for healing. Lord, not only let the anointing be for their personal healing, but Father, let them carry your anointing so that when they lay hands on sick people, they're healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it happen now. We thank you for it and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Miss Crabtree said, I'm the healed of the Lord. You sure are. You sure are. Glory to God. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Father, we just praise you right now. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Amen. Glory to God. Well, if you receive something out of that today and the Lord is drawing on your heart to be a sower or... There's two situations. God's drawing you. Or you just decide, I'm going to be like God. I'm purposing in my heart to be a sower. You're welcome to sow into this broadcast. You don't have to. It's not forced. This is sown into the world. We sow this broadcast into the world. But if you f say, I want to take part with that, and the Lord's leading me to do that today, on Facebook, you can type in the comments, hashtag donate with no spaces and put the amount after it. Or you can go to givebc.org and we invite you to do that right now. Lord, anybody that anybody has sown, Lord, I've already seen some of the donations come through. Lord, today, in Jesus' name, Lord, let it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, and running over into their lives. Father, supernaturally multiply the seed sown and let it supernaturally be harvested and let it be quick in Jesus' name. Lord, let it be quick in this year. With all the junk that's going on, just because the devil tried to steal it. Lord, he tried to steal so much in this year. Father, right now, let it be quick in this year. Let it be in this year. Supernatural debt cancellation. Supernatural increase and promotion. Lord, let incomes go up. Let debt be supernaturally erased. Let them flow higher in Jesus' name. Amen. If you receive that, say amen. amen. And we just praise God for you. We love you. 
It's going to be great tomorrow. We're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about how to walk in supernatural health. Uh, we didn't talk about the mechanics of it. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. How to be uh, walk in supernatural health. And we'll see you then. Share the broadcast. People need to know this. And uh, we love you so very much. And here's Barrett to wrap it up. We'll see you then. Thank you guys for being y'all here. Later. Y'all brought great stuff. I love you. Love you too. Amen. That was awesome. And we are so excited to be continuing this tomorrow. Set your reminders on your phone right now. Go ahead and set a reminder. Tell somebody about this because you know people that have been attacked with sickness. Goodness, you may have even been attacked with sickness, but now you're coming out of that thing and you're healed and your friends are going to be healed too. Amen. Set a reminder to watch tomorrow at 1145 a.m. and it's going to be such a good one because our Thursdays consist of who would win in a fight, find out who we are going to be fighting tomorrow, or rather debating. I guess that's the proper technical term. But it, find out who we are debating tomorrow and who would win in a fight, followed by Q&A with Pastor Brian and Buddy. We love getting questions from you and answering them so that your lives can just go higher and higher. And so that's going to be tomorrow followed by part two of today's message. It's going to be a great one. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. You made it to the middle of the week. You're a rock star, and the rest of your week is going to be so good. We'll see you tomorrow, 11.45 a.m. here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, all the places. We love you. Be blessed. Have a great rest of your day. See you tomorrow.